Uh, yeah, that does it for Mission Impossible. This is one of the biggest hits of 1996, and we have done it a great disservice, I think. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next two that aren't fine. Dragonheart. Uh, yeah. Um, what is the Rotten Tomatoes on this? It's got to be bad. Surprisingly be. high, I think. Um, 50%. Are you fucking kidding Surprisingly me? Surprisingly high. Heaven's Prisoners is at 16%. Mm. I know I said the titties were bad, but they were still <laughs> available in that film. Um, okay, I watched this... With little dragon titties. <laughs> Speaking of which, I watched this with our uh, buddy Shane, who was probably like, you know, rock hard uh, as a young and virile man to see this world that he wanted to fucking live in. One thousand years ago, there lived a man of honor and a creature of legend. seen him slay almost two dragons. I haven't had this sort of challenge in some time. Nor likely to again. They were two sworn enemies. How do you like the right so far? I will rid the world of every last one of you. I am the last one. If you win, you'll be out of work. Who formed an extraordinary alliance. I hope you like it well done. This knight is no dragon slayer. We made a bargain, remember? One dragon put down one bag of gold. Well done, Bogan. That's even bigger than the last one. Actually, he's about the same size. This time, I'll collect the money and you can die. But when the forces of evil threaten the land... In your kingdom, mine, and there are worse fates than death. Brother! They found there is no honor. Men like you give people courage and hope. Without risk. I wanted to and no friendship. For I to die, you must destroy me. Without sacrifice. I go to save the dragon. Who will go with me? Universal Pictures presents a motion picture that will make you believe. Dragonheart. I believe I watched this instead of seeing Mission Impossible for a second time. He oh. watched it by choice over Mission Impossible, which of course says a lot. Um, Knowing him, of course, fantasy nerd, you know D and D, fucking white elves because uh, he's they got uh, Lord of the Rings uh, quotes tattooed on his ass and shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, for his lovers to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Supper Cinema. Wish we had oh. a guest of all these people we should talk. <laughs> I will say this. As a 13-year-old, I remember thinking, eh, I probably should have just watched Mission Impossible 2 again because uh, you know, some of those action scenes were pretty fun. Uh, I don't think I was as dismissive of leading ladies uh, from France as I am now. You've uh, never really been a high fantasy guy it's, anyway. Either. It's a real... 
Hell, I'm trying to think of one. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a very rapey one that uh, Dave <laughs> from Off Screen Death. Uh, we did a podcast called A Podcast Directed By, and so every month we'd watch you know five to ten too many. Uh, I might add that's why we're not doing it more <laughs> too many movies from a, a filmmaker. And we did a Paul Verhoeven month, which I was all for, and is still like the peak of that podcast. He did a fantasy movie, and I'm trying to think what it's called. Um, I actually liked it, uh, so it's not being dismissive. It's just got generic fantasy title, and it was in the mid-80s, and there's a lot of rape, like a lot of rape. <laughs> like our main character is Jennifer Jason Lee, very much in that like Fast Times mold. She's very young. Flesh and Blood, that's what it's called, from 1985. And the lead is Rutger Hauer, and he's the rapist. He's like the clan that like I'm trying to I think they're like they're justified in attacking like her family like cuz I think you know she's the rich and they've like abused these poor people and then the poor people fight back uh but then like that McDonald's video we love with Bill Burr then they go too far with the, the beatings <laughs> they they turn to rape uh and so I kind of dug it because I was like oh this is like truly like literally medieval where it's mm-hmm. like it's not just the I'm a knight and I have a code. It's, uh, you fucked up my town and my family. When I get the chance, I'm going to fuck up yours. And I'm really no better once I get the power. Uh, I dug that. That's, that is, that is not here. Dragonheart. Oh, like, at all. old revenge. Uh, Dragonheart. Dragonheart is an absolute mess. Uh, the tonal, uh, disparity from what I wish the movie was, which was a heist, uh, uh mm. buddy comedy between Bowen and, uh, Draco or whatever. If they want to go and scam people for like an hour don't, and a half, don't, don't get too inside baseball. Uh, Sean Connery is the dragon, the voice. <laughs> and, uh, Bowen is the dragon slayer to Quaid. You're, you're speaking like, yeah, you're speaking to the Shanes of the world with the elvish ass tattoos. We, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta explain a little bit more here. If Connery and Quaid would like there you to, go. There you go. <laughs> that's much better. Draco and Bowen. I was like, I just didn't like the way that the, the taste didn't like that, that I had uh, in my mouth. That said, mm-hmm. huh? All right. No, all right. no. And I really don't like uh, what is it? Inon, Anon. The- oh yeah. Captain uh, Bowl Cut or Helmet Head or whatever. <laughs> Fucking Ginger Spawn Hellion that they know is going to be a, Spawn a, <laughs> is going to be a twerp of a king. Uh, if you're, you can just yeah, tell well, if he's going to be a shithead from. Uh, uh, I got to watch gecko. my language here because uh, 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 Prince Harry is now like we've adopted him in America, so now he's our Ginger Hell Spawn, and he's attacking. <laughs> The royal court over there in the, the UK, and I gotta support that. I get, you know, the Olympic Games are coming up. I gotta support Harry and Meghan because they're ours now. So we've, <laughs> we've taken them for our own. But normally, I am not very trusting of ginger men. But I do love redheaded women. Um, there's one in this, but she's not the brightest bulb. Uh, a lot of assassination oh, attempts yeah. that she fails at uh, repeatedly in this film. Not a lot of thought put into it. Just basically jump off a rock and try to stab him while his back's turned. <laughs> That's she, the entirety of the her, her best shot is as a child with the little ginger uh, hellspawn that will become David Thewlis, who I just, God, I just hate his face. So, like, when I saw that was the adult version mm. of this little kid, I, I mean, I almost just retched. Just <laughs> what looking. <a> <laughs> I just, you know. How did just you make like, it to Hollywood? <laughs> it just looks like some British shit that nerds try to push on us as <laughs> so like shit. some sex symbol or something and it's just he's just fucking hideous man his just face 
it's not meant to be blown up to those proportions. I'm pretty sure I had that response when I was 13, too. I also don't think that I much cared for uh, Dennis Quaid as a blonde with that horrible wig. Not a fan of it. Uh, just his look in general. Like, uh, there's something about him as his well. His fake that... voice that he's doing, his, like, night voice that he's putting on. There they go in and out, like, you know, as usual, with accents, uh, ye old English, etc. It just... <sighs> But it, the the little girl, Jared, I was going to say her best shot as, as a child, she jumps out of a burning shack with a bucket on her head and <laughs> lands and like pushes uh, the now heir to the throne uh, who has wished his father dead so he can take the fucking crown for himself. And he is pushed into a post <laughs> with a very, very sharp uh, place where I don't know, they hang their pelts spikes. or something. I don't know. It's, it's a very odd architectural be- design to have a yeah. You, you got kids and <coughs> post of spikes, <laughs> rabble rousers running around like somebody's somebody's gonna get hurt. I don't know what the parenting skills were, but uh, I laughed because I forgot. I thought like, oh, cool, we got both villains taken care of, and I thought it was gonna be you know shout out to Flesh and Blood with all the rape that I enjoyed of uh, young Jennifer Jason Lee. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, the rabble rouser, someone you know, the evil king, someone takes that spot, and then they're no better. No, he, they take him, the mom takes the kid to this fucking dragon and, you know, Sean Connery shit talks him, uh, Dennis Quaid Bowen, as Jared calls him, uh, <laughs> pledges an oath to, I think at that time the dragon has like a Thulu-like name that doesn't he say you can't even pronounce it. So that's why he gets no, the name in your tongue. You can't, even he, he gets the Americanized, like, you know, we, mm-hmm. we can't speak like I did with, uh, Emmanuel Burt. I don't know how to say it, so you're Bert now. That's true. That is true. That's what we do. <laughs> so the dragon, though, takes that as a compliment for some reason. I don't think she would, nor other uh, people that have, uh, you know, French, oh. Spanish names or anything. But, Call hey, man, dragon. I got Dave Robichaux. I can say that all mm-hmm. day. That just rolls off the tongue. That I don't I don't even know if we're saying it a right. Of, but. Uh, a lot of weird uh, homosexual tension between the two of them talking about... <laughs> I like my name you've given me. Oh, these stars are so beautiful. <laughs> I did think we were going to maybe just like pull back and you just see like flames shooting up in the sky and, you know, Connery or Quaid uh, howling. Like just, you know, just being two dudes. Dudes <laughs> loving each other. Somebody's um, flaming, are they? <laughs> we. There, there. Cuts a clip. We got to get out of this clip. <laughs> fucking Draco uh, shouting out his wisdom. Have you been watching over me all night? I've been thinking. Yes? About what? Many things. Mostly about what to call you. I think I found you a name. (laughs) You say that as though you reached up and plucked it from the sky. (laughs) I did. Up there. Do you see that group of stars? I know those stars. Very well. Do you see the shape that they make? Mm-hmm. The dragon. Yes. They call it Draco. It means dragon in the scholar speech. <laughs> so instead of calling me dragon in your tongue, you'll call me dragon in some other tongue. You're right. It's silly. No. No, I would be honored to be named after those stars. I, I truly would. Thank you, Bowen. Draco. 
part of his wisdom is, is he has this trust that uh, Quaid is going to be a great like Jedi master and is going to teach this Padawan to not be a little shit. Um, you could look at him. You could look at how fucking ugly he is. Uh, I would have said, give him the part of the dragon heart, burn his face though, so that he has to be the man in the iron mask. <laughs> burn his face. Singe off his hair. Uh, maybe that'll that'll block out his uh, inherent uh, evil ways. But the premise of this is that the kid doesn't. He doesn't change. Of course. Uh, the dragon heart really doesn't mean anything except, I guess, physically allows him to live when he should be dead. And now oh. they're like they're tied together. So. He's like blinding the the people that rose up against him, torturing them. He's saying he doesn't that's, want to put them to death. They become slaves. That's part of that tonal shift I was talking about. One scene you've got hijinks, <laughs> scamming people. The other you're blinding people. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, it's, I guess it's earning its PG thirteen uh, sort of a rating there. But Quaid as the Jedi Master, um, it would be like if I guess Obi Wan. Um, didn't blame uh, Anakin Skywalker, didn't blame Darth Vader for what he was doing, uh, but blamed the uh, what the, the fucking midi-chlorian count or something Ugh. that was in his body, and starts going around slaughtering scientists or whatever. Like that, it, It's just weird how uh, we have prioritized uh, killing this entire species out, eradicating them, because this one dude who was bad before remained bad, and somehow the dragon has tricked them. Well, so this that... is what it's all based on. He would not lie to Quaid. There's no way he would lie to me, and he believed that for 12 years as he went on a genocide of highly intelligent animals. Okay. So 12 years of just eradicating the species. A final solution, years... if you will. <laughs> So, so the what it's not a solution to is that you're allowing 12 years of this madman mm-hmm. to have all this power to kill and maim and and rape and pillage and and just ruin like generations of lives but you're thinking once i get to the dra- dragons is that is that a spell or does quaid just think dragons lied to me i can't stand it i won't take that that insult so that's going to be my focus now and the funny thing about the movie is if he had actually successfully killed this one dragon as opposed to all of them no more uh human slavery and genocide and you also don't need the dragon genocide i mean it's bad that draco connery would have to die but that solves your problem now he doesn't know that until i don't know probably late is it like the final siege final battle he like he makes a connection like because the dude gets stabbed and he sees the dragon fall down he's like oh they're 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 tied together yeah i think i think it's way late in the game before he realizes so i'm 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 punting on that point i'm not punting on you have the power to just take down this little shit so much so that you see a physical confrontation where he goes through the new king's goons and just grabs him off his horse and just throws him to the ground i mean that's you know throughout the flags on the field i mean it's a <laughs> and and nothing is done to him he's not shot by like any like arrows or anything i'm like all right you can solve this right now but you choose to walk away and allow this to happen it's these are hard characters to root for even the dragon i'm like you didn't have any faith that this kid would turn good so you're just doing it just to let him live, and then suddenly you want to tie yourself to to the, the fate of this maniac? 
who am, who am I rooting for here? Except for I got reacquainted with Dina Meyer, who's the grown-up girl who can't assassinate right, and I started looking at scenes from Starship Troopers again. <laughs> I knew it. I knew. <laughs> I knew it was going to be minutes long to talk about that shower scene in Starship Troopers. Do you know they made a sequel? Because there's like pictures of old. I didn't know this. I'm going to check it out later. Um, older some Dina anime. Meyer. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing straight to video, but it's like her standing in the shower behind them. She's all dressed up. She's like some sort of commander, I'm assuming. Uh, but did she die in that movie? So what is she doing in a Starship Troopers? Is she cloned or something? Probably some sort of sci-fi bullshit where you don't have to. Just got a new computer for Christmas. (laughs) I'm going to tab this thing out because my mind just fucking wonders i got into an argument at a bar last night with a co-worker because he's a little bit younger than us uh, mm-hmm. he's still in his 30s but i was talking about how uh, rewired uh these upcoming generations their brains are going to be their inability to focus because any conversation we had he just immediately went to his phone to google something like oh let me figure that out and i'm like <laughs> you know we could how would you and i podcast if we didn't allow ourselves our mind to wander and take a little walkabout before we eventually like there's a lot of the old man like did that happen? I don't know. What do you think? Before, and he's like, that's just a waste of time. It's just not productive. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be fucking productive when I'm well, talking about Starship Troopers. The aim here isn't to be productive. We are trying yes. to entertain. <laughs> Straight yes. facts uh, is not just uh, is not going to entertain people. Our nonsense and uh, Im- imposing dementia <laughs> It's what's going to entertain I people. I choose to believe this is how I stay sharp. Uh, by looking at uh, Dina Meyer's boobs, yes, I know. Yeah, the chest I can see the st- that were on display. <laughs> I see the smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Jared can see when I have a tab open and the light reflects uh, back, and I'm like, "Oh, this is the good shit." Um, yeah. So apparently, um, there is an adult computer animated military science fiction film. That's actually like something you can click on on Wikipedia. Starship Troopers: Traitor of Mars, 2017. Yep. And it, uh, let's see, Casper Van Dien reprises his role as Johnny Rico uh, from the first and third film. So, and Dina Meyer reprises (laughs) reprises her role as Dizzy Flores from the first film. I wonder how, but I'm pretty sure I thought I saw it. Don't tell me I was looking at cartoon porn. I can't stand that about myself. (laughs) I was. I'm pretty sure they were live people. You like Dragonheart a little bit more now. Shut up. (laughs) Dina Meyer. Nude. I didn't even go incognito because this is all all business here. Um, Find yourself uh, liking some anime, eh? A little hentai. (laughs) I swore I saw it. I thought it was an updated version. Those boobs were real! (laughs) (laughs) I swear they were! (laughs) uh, I'm disheartened now uh, because I'm pretty sure... I had that on my phone uh, earlier, and I probably was in incognito mode while I watched Dragonheart. Uh, I still felt like I kept up with the plot pretty well. It's just, all right, I think oh, you don't have to pay is. that great of attention to Dragonheart. To I think I clicked it. on a woman who I knew was not her that was nude, and then you know Google did the rest for me as far as you know what I think I was imagining this. I don't think she lived. I don't think there was another look. Oh wait. Okay, yeah, I was distracted by the nudity. I don't think that's Dina Meyer at all. Having a real Dave Robichaux moment. (laughs) (laughs) I want to drink all the time. The titties weren't real. I'm getting drunk. Um, Let me see. Open image and tab, and I'll send it to Jared. Uh, Dragonheart, stupid. I'll pull up some Rotten Tomatoes. I'll do my usual 
business here. Uh, let's see. God, there's so much on the Wikipedia for this. As far as like, there's like is there a fan base for Dragon? Oh, oh. There's like three or four movies. Yeah, I could, is this the same thing we had with Mission Impossible? I started going through as I was like going to rent it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" There's like three or four of these. Oh Jesus Christ! Apparently, there was a 20th anniversary. Uh, let's see, and let's see throughout the year in Toronto. Uh, an AMC screened a fully restored 20th anniversary edition of Dragon Art with never before seen footage, enhanced visual effects, and a digitally mm. remastered soundtrack. Um, that, you know, it goes. I mean, I know we're doing a podcast on mm. 1996, the year in review, and I did it a bit tongue in cheek because I don't think anyone talks about 1996 as like that was the best year in film. <laughs> I was like, let's just pick. A something year. from well and also from our our childhood we're yeah, going yeah, yeah. going into teen years uh so let's get back into the weeds of silliness that being said we do not need like uh it says here a corresponding retrospective article was published on the making of dragging heart featuring scott squires and phil Tippett. Uh, does everything have to like do we have to go further into it feeling i'm trying s- to figure out starship <laughs> troopers here that's what i'm trying to do feeling a little self-important are you dragging heart how dare you think that you need <coughs> a retrospective on your little shit film I'm trying to figure out if Dizzy is back in the Starship Troopers uh, mythology. Really, this has been a 10-minute detour into Dina Meyer's boobs <laughs> and reliving that. Jesus heat. Christ. I can't even get I can't get an answer on that. I can't get more Dave Robichaux. Not Tommy Lee Jones. I don't want it. I want Alec Baldwin. But there was a direct-to-video sequel to Dragonheart, as you said. A New Beginning. Released in 2000. Fine. Somehow they there found were, another dragon, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there knows? were three prequels. Jesus. Uh, one in 2015, uh, one in 2017, and one in 2020. Come Last on, year. come on, COVID Dragonheart, huh? Was COVID was bad enough without <laughs> Dragonheart Vengeance is what this was called. I say Sean Connery's not been with us for a little while. Uh, I think yeah. Helena Bonham Carter. Did Tim Burton do it? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Helena Bonham Carter, I think he did for a time. Uh, probably not well. That's just my guess. Mm, probably not. Un- That's a safe end. Deeply unsatisfied, that woman. <laughs> that was our episode on Dragonheart. Did I ever give you a Rotten Tomatoes review? I don't think so. Around 50%, I think. Uh, you didn't actually read a review, but... Uh... I think Dragonheart is a great case for age requirements for... <coughs> alcohol tobacco anything because uh, like you uh i remember as a kid i remember this fondly for whatever reason i i'm always kind of concerned when i go back to those mm-hmm. um was i stupid <laughs> <laughs> was i a little dumbass in this but case then, yes <laughs> then i'm gonna edit this episode where i'm like you know treating dina myers uh as like the zapruder film i was trying to go back <laughs> like to and it's it's not good enough that why can i not just you know what i'm no better than Dragonheart people here i can't just enjoy what was with the original starship troopers yep. i need, need more new, you need new angles <laughs> jesus old pervy right. needs uh updated uh 4k titties they just don't work but not Terry Hatcher. And, oh, no, uh, no, no, you <laughs> Dragonheart opened uh, to 15 million. It was the no- top new film, but still behind Mission Impossible, of course, and Twister in its fourth week. Cairo was so dismissive of Twister. This thing was a monster. And uh, 
Helen Hunt, we thank you for your service. I really don't think I've met a person until I talked to him that had a uh, anything poor to say about Twister. I thought everybody liked Twister. Apparently not Hyrule. <sighs> I'm glad he's not here. Did it have those? Uh, didn't have those natural disasters in <laughs> Peru? <laughs> Mudslide just doesn't go over as well. <laughs> Oh, cue the Hyro theme music, please. <laughs> bring out the pan flutes whenever they bring out the uh, losing uh, Super Bowl contestants t-shirts for that year. Oh, everyone's in, decked out in Chiefs gear this year. It was a good day. Next week, uh, Billy Zane and the Phantom. We chose to do this over the rock with Sean Connery. Uh, I guess he only gets one entry into this. Uh, meanwhile, Christian Slater, uh, still two? I think he's, does he still have two in this? Yes. Uh, mm. Bed of Roses and Broken Arrow. Sean Connery, you just get one. Bed of Roses, Jesus. <laughs> Not many people check that out. That's still one of our weakest entry points. And that was like our big I can't blame him. Well, I take that back. We announced this whole premise was from Dust Till Dawn, and that's our audience right there. We got to get to Starship <laughs> Trooper, something of that nature. That's our audience. I don't think Billy Zane in tight purple spandex is our audience. Something's happening. This is it. It's happening right here and now. <laughs> 